Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you so very much for joining me again today as I talked about the praise principle yesterday. I am continuing on that vein, and I just think it's so important that we praise the Lord. We lift up the things that are positive and good and encouraging, and we try to think on those things. I got, I got to spend a lot of time the last several weeks. I got a great associate pastor, Pastor T.J. Talaloto Alacana Samuelo Jr. is one of the finest guys you'll ever meet in your life. And he is a wonderful man that I hope someday will uh, maybe even take my place. I don't know what God has in store, but I'm telling you what, he loves people with a passion and he's such a neat man. And we spend a lot of time talking. And my other staff, I'm not leaving them out to. They're fabulous, fabulous people. But TJ and I have spent a lot of time together in some really good and tough situations. But we talk about things. We talk about issues. And you know what? We all deal with problems. And we talk about some of those things. That life is full of situations, full of problems. And I'm certainly glad we can bring them to prayer to the Lord. That we can extenuate the positive, like I said yesterday. Lift up those things that are praiseworthy. Maybe a good practice would be to look, uh, look at a negative situation that you're dealing with and make a note of something positive that can come from it. You know, that something that would be really positive you could look at. There's some people that no matter what you do, they'll criticize or come up with something wrong with it. You ever been around those people? They will criticize everything. In fact, I read a story. I was reading a sermon from a guy a while back and the story, I can't even remember who wrote the story, but it was about an elderly man who was very nearsighted and thought of himself as an expert in evaluating art. So one day, he and his wife visited the art museum with some friends. He had forgotten his glasses, and he was already nearsighted, and he was old. He was, I think, 90 years old, and he couldn't see the pictures clearly. But that didn't stop him from airing his strong opinions. As soon as they walked in the gallery, he started critiquing the various paintings what was wrong with this? What was wrong with that? There's always wrong with something. Nothing was done just right. And stopping before what he thought was a full-length portrait, he began to criticize it. With an air of superiority, he began, this frame is totally unbalanced. The man is out of the picture, looks too homely, too shabbily dressed. In fact, it was a great mistake for the artist to paint such a distasteful picture. The old man was babbling on and on, and his wife finally managed to pull him away and whispered to him, Honey, you're looking in a full-length mirror. Well, folks, that's kind of the way it is with people sometimes. They don't get it. They can criticize everything. I want to be around people that encourage me. I want to be around people that know my heart and know that I love them. And there's, there's critical people you got to try to help. And because there's people of every type in your church and in your neighborhood, in your family. Love them. Encourage them. I had the greatest example in my life living with my dad because he loved everybody. It didn't matter if they treated him poorly. He loved them. He loved them and he prayed for them. He didn't just pray for them, folks. I've said this many times. He cried tears praying for them. His heart was broken over them because he wanted them to know Jesus Christ. He wanted them to grow in the things of God. He wanted them to be about the Lord's business. And you know, sometimes we get caught up in our own views and our own ideas, and we just struggle. And we just struggle. So I just pray that God would uh, help us not to be like that man, but to be someone that would look for the positive in people and lift up the name of Jesus and use the praise principle. What we need to do is this. We need to practice 
biblical thinking. Practice biblical thinking. Read your word. Now, you can't practice biblical thinking if you don't know the Bible. That's why you need to stay in the word. That's why I tell you all the time, do as I do. I listen to the Gideon's version of the Bible. You go get a Gideon app online. It's free, and you can go through the whole Bible, and it'll and it verse by verse, it says it. It's wonderful. I many every not every morning, but almost every morning, uh, or many mornings, I will turn on my video Bible. I mean, not my video, excuse me, my audio Bible, and I will listen to different chapters, and it really sinks in. Really does. In fact, uh, Paul says in Philippians four eight, we've been talking about Paul. He says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true. Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Think about what things? Things that are admirable, things that are praiseworthy, things that are positive. Start lifting up the name of Jesus. Focus on what is true. Turn our backs on falsehoods or from the maybes in life and focus on what we know to be true. Focus on what is right. And things that are admirable, things that are good. The definition of admirable is deserving respect. Think about things that deserve respect. Then he says, focus on what is lovely and excellent and praiseworthy. Paul says, think on these things. Here the Apostle Paul is telling the people of Philippi, even though he's in prison, think on these things. Think on those things that are life-changing. You know, here is a guy who went through all sorts of persecution. All sorts of really lousy times. And he's telling us to think on the good and not focus on the troubles of the world and the trials we're going through. Choose the positive to think about. Positive people are contagious. I have a number of positive people that attend the church I pastor. They are very positive and they are very contagious. They touch lives all around them because they're so positive. I have one, one lady, I got a lot of ladies, about one lady, her name's Melissa, and she is, she, we call her the church hugger because she'll give you a huge hug every time she sees you. But she's so positive. The other day she said, in fact, it was about this sermon. She said, Pastor, I just loved that sermon. I just loved it. And I brought somebody with me and she's been bringing people to church. But, but she kind of, she kind of shows positive spirit all the time and it's contagious and they're bringing people to we have people in church because of her influence i have a whole bunch of people like that and i hope that you're like that too you know i looked up online a list of the most positive people and you may be surprised who's on that list some celebrities and some athletes i was surprised there was one of them one of the athletes was lebron james and i've never i'm not a big lebron james fan but when it started talking about all the influence he's had and all the money he's given to charity and to positive events and how he's changed lives through some of those things. I had a greater respect. I thought to myself, stop judging people, you chucklehead. And then there's one of them. There's only one spiritual guy that I knew that was really on there that, I mean, is known for being spiritual. And this guy is quite spiritual. And he should be because he's the head of the Catholic Church. It's Pope Francis. They said Pope Francis was such a positive man. They said that he was down to earth and he just doesn't talk because he's the Pope about about Jesus or life, but he puts faith into actions and he loves mankind. And you know what? I'm never the judge of man, 
But that's great to hear things like that. And because he has such an influence on the Catholic community, and I love Catholics, and I'm glad that uh, we have a number of Catholics that used to be Catholic that are in our church, and I love them. But to have uh, uh, Pope Francis be that way and, and be really what he proclaims, that's awesome. That's awesome. I hope he touches many lives and many people know Jesus because of his influence. But we admire people that are positive, positive message. One guy that I've been very impressed with is, uh, and I've been watching him in interviews on TV and reading things about him, and you're going to know, some of you are going to know it. If not, you're going to know it after I tell you who he is. His name is Michael Lindell. He is the founder of My Pillow. You hear My Pillow ads all the time. This man was a drug, a drug addict. He was on his way, uh, fast street to nowhere. His life was a mess, and then he had an encounter with Jesus Christ. His life was changed forever. And let me tell you something. He said he was always shy to talk in public, but he says he's not anymore. And no matter what he's on, if he's been on some news shows and some other shows, he brings up his relationship with Jesus Christ, that his life is all about Jesus Christ. Now he has given I don't know how many, how much money, but incredible amounts of money to help people in the drug world to get help and this and that. His heart is huge for the lost, and he wants people to know Jesus. But I love, loved it when I found out about his influence and who he was. Made me want to buy a pillow, even though I haven't. But he made me want to buy a pillow because the man is about serving God and about giving back to God. Many of you listening today, you fall in the same category. Yes, you do. Some of you I know. You are great people. You, you live the praise principle. You're very positive, positive people. Man, I think of all sorts of people that, that I talk to that listen to the show. A lot of them are elderly people, I guess because they're home. And they're so positive. They're positive with me. They encourage me. And I just love them. I love that they listen. And like I said, some of my friends, even in the restaurant industry, that I have some friends that are recently uh, listening, and I'm so grateful for them. I'm so grateful they can listen and that I can hopefully through the power of Jesus touch their life a little bit. And those that are listening, wherever you might be, know this. God loves you in such a powerful way. And God can see you through anything you're going through. And God can use you just exactly where you're at. People, we need to spend time praying. Spend time listening to the Word of God. Spend time praising the name of Jesus, living a happy life by our attitude, being people like the lady I said, Melissa, who walks around and just smiles and says positive words and hugs you and reaffirms who you are. We need a whole bunch of people like that in this world that helps change the world by the way they act. People, you can change the world by the way you act. One person at a time. Choose the things that are praiseworthy and allow God to use that as an enormous tool to change the world. You are special people. You are people that are important. You are people that are important to God. And you know, you listening to God and following God's Word and listening to Christian radio, it's a good thing. Folks, pray for your non-Christian family. Pray for your neighbors. Do what it takes to share the good news of Jesus Christ because we have a lost world and we need people out there to love people, to show people Jesus. I'm going to say I need some Melissa's in this world. I need some John's in this world and some Bob's 
And I need you in this world and me so we can make a difference to change this world for the cause of Christ. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.